Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Now. You have made it to episode 39, getting closer to 52. <laughs> closer to 40. Closer to 40. I like to think I like to think 10 steps ahead, so that way when I fail beforehand, I can still feel surprised. Does that make sense? Gotcha, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, Pro, that's, a, that's a, proactive that's with my thing. failure, all right? <laughs> that's, that's what my therapist told me not to do. <laughs> Dude, tell your therapist to email me. I want to talk to someone and tell them how I feel about feelings. You ever, have you ever? I don't know. We talked. I don't know if we talked about television on 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 air. Um, but you, you don't really watch television anymore, do you? I haven't had a cable or satellite subscription thing in like five years. Okay, now is that like a vegan thing? It's not a vegan thing. I just don't want to pay for it. Okay, I, I wasn't I, sure. Uh, we're my wife and I are super busy, and uh, Netflix is fine. <laughs> oh, Netflix is fucking incredible. So the only reason I have cable here is because it's rolled into my rent. So it was. It's like having last year's porn thrust upon. Me. Like, dude, I don't want this porn. Well, you're gonna. You're paying for it anyway. I, I guess I'll just it's 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 only it. like it's only 480p. It's not <laughs> even like. <laughs> I can't even Ooh. can't even enjoy it. But no, so I've been obsessed, absolutely obsessed with that show, Ancient Aliens. Have you ever watched that show or heard of that show? No, but I think it's on Netflix or was at some point. Oh man, that's incredible. So I okay, so, so basically, for people who don't know, I don't know how popular the Ancient Aliens show is. It's a, it's on the History Network, um, which is a very ironic name now. Basically, the Ancient Aliens show is this theory that. Um, uh, Ancient people in the world, like ancient civilizations, were visited by extraterrestrials, and they influenced the the the, the progress of man. And even biologically, some people assume they might have like done stuff to us, and blah blah blah, and so on and so forth. I don't want to get into the actual ancient aliens mm. debate. What I want to point out, Michael, is I love watching that show for the complete flagrant disregard of academic rigor from every single expert on that show. <laughs> <laughs> what did what did they do? No, they just they just make they just make just like just. They feel, they feel things. Michael, when I was going to the master's program, if I felt anything like evidence, I got laughed at. You know what I mean? They feel <laughs> gotcha. things like, like you know, like there's, um, I don't know the guy's name, but it's like, no, see, they go through these caves and they have these paintings of these sky people. Now, when I hear sky people, I think reptilian, ancient, like extraterrestrials. It's like, dude, no, I don't understand. <laughs> like, we're making, we're leaps, dude. We're making incredible leaps. Like... I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the theory or so on and so forth. I'm just questioning your complete, just completely just flaccid academic rigor. I mean, just like, you know what I'm saying? It's just this, this, I don't even understand. Bro, if all it takes to get on that show is to just say things you feel, sign me the fuck up. You write me a check and I'll go up there and I'll say Christopher Columbus only knew where the Americas were because he blew an alien. And that's how they transfer knowledge to other aliens. They blow each other. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that could be a possibility. I'm gonna get on television and say that. Someone, <laughs> someone, get me on fucking television to say that. Christopher Columbus blew you should, aliens. You just start a YouTube channel. Oh my <laughs> it's god! It's just you. No, 
one pe- one crazy penny among a million crazy pennies. No, I want I want I want a more I want a bigger form, man. I want to I want I want a larger form to say things like Genghis Khan was an alien, you know what I'm saying? Just like he probably was an alien, who knows. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I got I got to get Tom DeLong to fund me. That motherfucker will eat that shit up, dude. Tom, if you're listening, Mr. Tom DeLong, if you're listening, aliens do exist. All right. Call me. Such a good such a good song. It really is. Such such, such a shame. Such such a damn great, such a damn shame. Great song. Crazy, crazy man. <laughs> this is a great time to transition talking about watches. Hey, man, you like watches? I like watches. I, I do like watches. Um, <laughs> this is, I'm, I'm warning everyone now, this is going to be a very unscripted episode. Yeah, this is particularly, uh, we've, we've opted to make this an, a particularly uh, fluid, organic discussion. So this is, this is bar talk, four drinks in, and the bar guy's trying to close the bar. But the two assholes at the corner will not get up and leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I'm drinking water. I was going to say, uh, one, of them, <laughs> one of them's just drinking water, no ice. You hold the ice, all right? I want as much <laughs> volume as I can get from this glass, okay? Uh, man, yeah, oh, man. I mean, yeah, the last topic was kind of heavy. Yeah, so that's why we wanted yeah. to, to make this one uh, fun. A lot of really great feedback, too, from folks just about the idea of, you know, watch press outlets and how they make money and how that might kind of subvert their, mm, let's say, lack of a journalistic integrity. I have very strong particular feelings. I also love when people are like, hey, you know, what watch news do you read, Kaz? I don't I don't read anything. It's, <laughs> I read I read what Michael writes, and that's, that's basically it. Or rather, I read the comments on things that Michael writes. Um <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's it. My life is very weird right now, so I don't have time to like. I mean, I have time. That's like I don't have time. Yeah, you know, I'm just so fucking busy. No, I just I just don't read watch news. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't read it anymore. Because when I actually did read it, I was just I realized that people were just trying to sell us stuff. So oh, okay, I'm not gonna get into that now. We talked about that last episode, but yeah. So we wanted this episode to be a bit more unscripted, a bit more um, just fun and uh, and lights. You know. Um, so on that note, should we jump into the risk? Oh no, should we jump into the risk check? Or should we talk about the giveaway? Yeah, before before doing that stuff, let's uh, let's let everybody know that the giveaway is still going on. The giveaway is still going on. It's going to be open until the twenty fourth of July. I just want to say right now, this has been the best giveaway we have conducted so far. This has been like the response has been huge. Having said that, I am fully aware some of you guys have entered multiple times for different emails. Now, I'm not mad. <laughs> it's partly my fault for not specifying, you know, please only one entry um, per person. Uh, we're not stupid. We can we can tell. Usually we can tell. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so just, just putting that as a caveat in there. Despite that, we have had more entries for this giveaway than any giveaway we've ever done. So that was for the first SNKs. That was for the Awesome Hydus Watch uh, uh, Chronograph giveaway. This has been absolutely incredible, and I am super fucking pumped to give this watch away to to one of you guys. It just it's just gonna be a pleasure to send it out there, and then um and then you know I mean I haven't talked to Michael about this, but I'm just gonna fly off the hip here. Maybe like doing like a follow up afterwards, and then if you were comfortable contributing something to the site based on the watch or just your impressions, like if it's your first SKX or if it's your first Seiko or if it's like your you know what I mean something like that. Did like Mike does that make sense or am I am I just talking on my ass? 
No, that's a great idea. But if you entered twice, Santa is going to shit on your dog. Santa's going to shit on your dog and then send your dog to us and then we're going to send your dog to you covered in bees. <laughs> that's what I can't do that to a that's dog. That's what's happening. It's not us, Michael. It's the dog's owner. All right? <laughs> the dog blood is on their hands, man. No, no dog blood on our hands. There might be some bee blood. Bees have blood. Well, no, bees have honey. Do bees bleed honey? How does that work? No, no, they don't. Um, so if I have ten bees and I just smash them in my palms, I won't have honey, like magical honey. Like it's not. It, it's it's not like making guacamole. <laughs> you 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 guys heard it here. Bees are not guacamole. All right. <laughs> I'm fucking shocked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a it's a great giveaway, and I still don't want to give the watch away. I have it right here. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> And uh, this would this would look great in the watch box. Yeah, it's not going. Not it's, not, it's not going in your watch box, man. We got to give it away. If I gave away, if I gave away the SNKs and the Hydus watch uh, chronograph, you got to give away the SKX. I guess I would have been very happy to keep that chronograph. Yeah, this is the, this is actually the first Seiko I have in my possession. By the way, um, for anybody that wants to enter, still. Um, it's like the nicest box I've ever seen a Seiko come in. Is um, it a newer one? I guess I guess it might be their newer boxes. You know, I'm used to I'm used to the all blue, you know, like the all yeah, blue yeah, yeah, like yeah, Seiko yeah. box. Yeah, this one's different. This one looks way nicer. Interesting. What color is it? Is, is, is it still blue or, or it's white and blue. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Enter. For a chance to win an SKX 007. Yeah, entering is super, super easy as we've seen just, I mean, like, the, the, the I think the fact that it's so easy to enter is why so many folks have entered. But you just go to twobrokewatchknobs.com. Again, it's twobrokewatchknobs.com. You scroll all the way to the bottom and you sign up for our bi-monthly newsletter. So basically the way that works is once every two weeks, <clears throat> we're going to send you a newsletter. Super, super easy. Not obtrusive at all. It's going to have, like, uh, articles that, you know, did well in the past couple weeks. Um, podcast episode links. Some more fun stuff, and then, you know, maybe just some exclusive newsletter content, just something quick, you know, and uh, definitely some Seiko Catterday stuff, because I feel awful that people who aren't on Instagram can't share the majesty, Michael, that is Seiko Catterday. You know what I mean? I really I really want Seiko Catterday to be bigger than it is. The thing is, I think people love it, but people just can't <laughs> take pictures with their cats. I know uh, the Chris Existence, I think that's how you say his name. I'm sorry if it's not how you say your name, but like, shout out to you, man. Huge, huge. Uh, uh, he, uh, the Chris Existence, I think Chris is his actual name. If it's not, that's, I'm an idiot, but I'm pretty sure it's his actual name. He's like, he's like, he's like BRH Watches, man. He's old school tubo watch knobs. Like, I think he's like, he's been following us forever. <laughs> like forever I like like I, I was talking to, 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 to BRH Ben and he was just like yeah I'm OG to work watch knobs I was following you guys before you even had a podcast I'm like oh fuck I think he's right because I was posting pictures of my Raketa Big Zero you know and he and he's a Russian watch guy as well so back back when we were taking potato photos it's it's incredible it's incredible I'm amazed anyone even liked those pictures we put up man you know what I mean <laughs> I, st I still feel like I don't know how to take a picture I'm just Pissing in the wind all the time. Hey man, as as long as as it, you can still piss in the wind, but as long as you're pissing less on yourself, I think that's a win, man. You know what I mean? Before we were both, so we have both been pissing in the wind constantly. But back in the day, we were just drenching our shit and just pissing all over ourselves. Now we're getting like a light misting. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I think that's the only way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, so uh, yeah, scroll. I think. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just scroll the bottom. Sign up for newsletters every two weeks. Uh, super unobtrusive. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you'll get a confirmation email um, that will. Okay, so this is the big thing. Also, I noticed a few of you, uh, a few of you guys, haven't actually clicked the activation links from the con confirmation emails. That's that. It will be the final way to enter. And I think I say that in the email. So like, you sign up. We email you with an activation link. The activation link will say congrats, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, you know, click this to, uh, you know, confirm and all stuff like that. When you click that, then you'll be confirmed and then you'll be entered. And then uh, that's, you know, that's it. Super easy. Easy peasy. Hey, stop it. Sorry, my cat's trying to kill herself. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, but there, there are these like crows flying like all over the, like the balcony right now. Okay. And I'm, I'm sure everybody heard them. Uh. Are they if not are, are they albatrosses? They're not. They're they're very large crows. Okay. And they're very they're super vocal. <laughs> I um, can't hear them. If, they, if it's any consolation, I can't hear them. Good, good. All right. <laughs> Thought the podcast was ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, if the sh if 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 the things that have come on air have not ruined a show, I'm pretty sure a couple crows crowing into the wind aren't gonna ruin anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, well, maybe I'm oh, sorry? No, I was gonna say is um, maybe we can do the uh, the wrist check now. Yeah, yeah, jump in the wrist check. So you know, huge thanks to everyone. Two book was two thousand follower giveaway. Enter. You have until the twenty fourth of this month, and we'll be revealing the winner next next episode, episode forty four zero, right? Yes. Yes. All right. On to the wrist check. Kaz and I have both lost track of time. I think. Um, yeah, I know, I know. I have. <laughs> But uh, be here. What do you what are you wearing for the day? I'm wearing the watch that I posted today, and the watch that you gave me. Uh, it's the uh, EcoDrive Pro Master Diver. I think it's a damn cool watch, man. Really, really cool stuff. You know. I've noticed. I've noticed that I that I've just been wearing it a lot because um, even if I'm wearing, so even if I'm wearing another watch, and this might sound crazy, and I'd like to get some insight from the uh, the listeners, see if anybody else is. As crazy as I am, but I, I change watches throughout the day. Okay, do you do that? Um, sometimes I will sometimes do it, especially if I have a new watch. Okay, yeah. So I'll be wearing a watch, and like, if I'm gonna go work out or something, I'll just I'll put this watch on, and I just won't take it off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> and then I won't take it off for like days. And uh, man, I just love it. It's it's. I think it's probably the only watch that I like or one of the only watches that I, I look down on and I'm just like, yeah, I'm so glad I have this. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That, 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 that's, yeah. It's one of those things where you know it's a good watch to have in your collection when you look down on it and you A, feel that and B, it feels like you're the first time you got that watch. Like the honeymoon phase never ends. You know what I mean? I think I think I've texted you multiple times like thank you so much for giving me this <laughs> because I've had those moments like several times. Um, I mean you've talked about it. We both talked about it. It's a cool watch. And then um, I remember at the time you were thinking about getting a new watch, and I had said, "Don't buy any watches because there's one in the one in the mail on the way to you now." <laughs> and I was I was I was I was hoping it was still going to be because this was a this this was Christmas. Wow, it's almost. It's already been half half a year since Christmas. Yeah, this this was part of the gift for and and the the letter is part of the box and papers for this one. So, um, 
Yeah, Give, I really like this watch. <laughs> it's a definitely, definitely super cool watch, man. You still have and, it on. Uh, you I, still have it on the rubber strap, or no? You had it, no, you had it on, I, on, 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 on like a NATO, right? Yeah, I wear it. I wear it just uh, like I have just a single toxic NATO that's dedicated to this watch. <laughs> that's so cool. That's like me and my um, my orange Christmas chrono. Yeah, it's um, it pairs the watch really it pairs with the watch really nicely and. Um, Really, I uh, I don't know. I've had I've had just weeks where I'm wearing this watch and I forget that I've never like taken it off for anything. It's still so like, weird. You sleep with watches on. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm trying to do it less now, but I do usually sleep with a watch on. Nah, dude, I can't do that, man. Yeah, yeah. If I sleep with a watch on, I'm I'm convinced I'll like I'll like Goro like forearm slap my fiance in my sleep like while wearing the watch. You know what I mean? Like I'm just. Well, I don't. I apparently don't move around much when I sleep. Oh, um, nice, nice. Uh, it's not not the same with my wife. She uh, she does things in her sleep that scare the shit out of me. The um, only reason I move in my sleep is because I constantly have cats on top of me while I sleep. You know what I mean? And they're always fighting because they don't like my cats don't sleep on me off on my fiance. They sleep on me, and so they're constantly like like kneading my body and like shifting to find a comfortable spot. Well, I can't be comfortable. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So then you might hit a cat with a watch. Also, I can't hit the cat. I, 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 I rather, I rather saw my fingers off than hurt the cat. Not the cat's yeah. fault. It's not the cat's fault. I'm a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's basically the headline. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> but I, yeah, I, this this one, I'm even thinking about getting another one for my dad. Um, oh, that's kind of cool. Because... I feel like it's a good dad watch. You know. It's it's a great dad watch, <laughs> but um, just just because Citizen was such a huge part of like, uh, him like getting me into watches, right? Like, like I said, for some reason, like him as he was as I was growing up, um, Seiko and Citizen were just like these amazing watches to him, and he told me about them, and um, you know, anytime my ass had to like dress nice for like a wedding or something. <laughs> He had he had a single Seiko and a single Citizen, and he let me pick which one I would wear. Um, so yeah, I might I might get him one of these. I know they I know they have like um one thing that I want to find is either a I think there's a version with a bracelet. Ooh, that I've seen interesting. Yeah, so he might he might actually like that. Yeah, he might dig that. I can't buy gifts from my parents because my parents bought everything they wanted in the 80s and it was the best version of whatever they could have and they don't want anything else. Like I could never buy my dad a watch because he only ever wears his Rolex Datejust. You know what I mean? So your parents are like minimalists. Then. My parents are like minimalist but they still buy things constantly. Like they just they just they just consume and then disregard. Consume, disregard. But they only buy nice things. So when you go to their home, they don't look like hoarders. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all nice stuff. <laughs> you know? That's cool. No, it's not, Michael. It's, yeah. it's, it's not fucking cool, man. All right? <laughs> Father's Day is such a, it's so anxiety-inducing for me. Because <laughs> Becky's like, oh, you know, what should you get your dad? I'm like, I don't know. I can't get him a good son. That shit fucking sailed. You know what I mean? I don't know what to get him. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can get him that he wants. You know? You, you can get him a Rolex Day-Date. Why don't I just buy me a Rolex Day-Date? You know, <laughs> those watches are very expensive. I, I, I think that watch is a little bit too expensive for what it is. The new, the, the 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 new ones. Yeah, yeah, they're like like thirty thousand dollars or something. It's insane. 
Oh, isn't that the um, isn't that the 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 Rolex president or president presidents or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah, they call it that, and it has. I I never really liked the design. It's got the day up top. Yeah, no, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Day. But um, on this on this diver, by the way, um, I'm convinced that you just can't beat beat um Eco Drive. It's uh. It's nuts, man. Yeah, and also, and also the the loom the loom on this Citizen kind of like it beats the pants um, off some Seikos that I've had, and I wasn't expecting wow. that from a Citizen. That's that's one thing that I noticed, um, and it's a cool like kind of aqua color yes. on the markers. Yes, and on the pip, you get this like seasick green kind of color. It's really really cool. Maybe it's the, maybe it's something similar with Citizen as it is with Orient in that they're doing incredible things. It's just that their outreach just blows you know what i mean i think citizen um and we talked about this before like if you look at their instagram they're super well they're fashion super yeah fashiony and like their marketing mm-hmm. um so someone needs to get fired as far as i'm concerned because if you're over here trying to sell <laughs> those as fashion pieces someone's gotta get their asses fired all right yeah <laughs> but that's that's enough about mine what, what are you wearing i am wearing the Ever popular, always relevant, and always dear, near and dear to my heart, Raketa Big Zero. I fucking love this watch. This is a great watch. I feel like it's been been a while since you wore this one. Been a while since I wore it for um for the for, for, show. for the show. Yeah, but no, it's yeah. uh it's great. It's got its little quirks. The hands are way too undersized, but that's part of the charm. The hour hand is nowhere near the hour markers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's uh it's 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 a really really fun watch it's um i think it's oh, you know what's you know what's funny i actually have my calipers right here next to me i'm gonna tell you how fucking big this watch is it's either 40 or 38 it is okay. 40 with the crown and 39 without the crown and then lug to lug it is about 40 ish so super, cool. super tasteful, man. Like I fucking, I'm just extremely happy with this watch, and it's just been a while. The only thing is, it's been raining a lot lately, and so I can't wear it outside because this thing is not, thing is not water resistant, like whatsoever. You know? Okay, I want to know if rain has ever ruined a watch because I, you and I are both nervous about these things. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I mean, I've never had it happen to me, but they're. I know people diving with the watches, like with. Hold on. Hey, hey, what are you doing? No cat. I know um, people have like gone underwater with watches, and like you know there'll be some kind of fail failure with the case back, or they didn't close the crown all the way, and it'll fail that way. But straight up, or like rain, I don't know. If anyone has had a watch just ruined straight up by rain, let us know because that's I don't know. That, that's actually a good point. I, don't, I I I feel like the paranoia is real, but I don't know if it's justified. Yeah, because when I had that Smith's, I I felt the same way. Yeah, I would like I would like cover my wrist when I would walk in the rain. Well, in Florida, particularly, I have to be careful from going into an air conditioned room into outside because the quick temperature change will build up precipitation and like moisture inside the watch. Like I told you one time, I this when we first moved here to Orlando. I woke up, I got in the car with my fiance, we were going to like Starbucks or, or wherever the fuck place I didn't need to go to. And I got out of the car to look at my time and I looked at my watch and the inside of the crystal was just completely covered in like moisture fog. Like it like it, like, it looked like the glassy eye of a corpse that CSI people like pulled out of the water. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a bad feeling. And I'm just like, oh no. 
<laughs> and, and Becky's like, what's wrong? I'm like, um, there's like a big moisture cloud in my watch and moisture clouds shouldn't be in my watch. Uh, and so I don't know. The watch is fine. I mean, I, I expected it just, just rust at that point. You know what I mean? I had, I had to like take it to get debarnacled or whatever, but it's, it seems, it seems okay. Um, I crack it open every now and then just to put an eye on it. But, uh-huh. but yeah, so I, I, this thing is not water resistant at all, but I don't know if, that's a good point, actually. If the moisture cloud didn't destroy my watch, would rain destroy my watch? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyone, anyone who's got info on that, chime in. That'll be interesting, actually, to like get the answer to, you know. But um, yeah, I'm wearing this watch right now. Um, and it's yeah, super happy with it. You know, it's got the Rakata two six zero five two six zero nine movement in here, and um, <sighs> overall, pretty happy with it. I'm still contemplating the idea of maybe like um. Because we, I mean, Michael, you, you, you know, and and keep them coming because we honestly, I think it's, I think it's just think it's so cool when people are just interested in Russian watches and they want to get their first Raketa Big Zero, because it's almost, it's like it's one of the more iconic Russian watches to get. The thing is, right now there just aren't a lot on the market. In addition to that, it's really easy to buy a Franken one. I'm still com- contemplating just when I see a real one online, just buy it, bring it here, check it out, make sure it's okay, and then just directly selling it to someone. And letting them know, hey, this isn't Franken. I'm in the U.S. I looked at it. I know these things inside and out. You could trust it. You know what I mean? I, every now and then I just think about that because every week, every week someone asks. It's just like, man, more people are asking than there are pieces out there, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. my. I mean, I'm, I've told you before, I'm more scared of buying a used Russian watch than I am like a Swiss watch. Right. <laughs> And I think I think I'm just more comfortable like spotting uh, fakes of like Swiss watches, uh, but when it comes to Russian watches, I'm just I'm just totally lost. And I think I think a lot of people might might feel that way. And especially you know especially the watch that you know I would love to have as my second Russian watch. Um, I don't know, man. Things get, things get really weird with that one. Um, Seconder the the Seconder three zero one seven because you want that black dial one, right? Yeah, that black dial three zero one seven, like kind of like their their space chronograph thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm always so like, I can't tell. I can't tell if something's like mixed or like Franken or if like the loom is weird. And yeah, well, the thing you, is, you need to start a, a Russian watches consultation service. <laughs> no one's gonna call me. I'm like, ugh, <laughs> I'm not calling that guy. I just go to just just go and. Email two Vogue watch knobs. They'll tell me who the fuck is cat. <laughs> the thing is, the 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 so with Russian with Russian watches, there's like a threshold you have to directly uh, uh, like kind of put yourself in front of first, and that's okay. It is going to be extremely fucking rare to find a watch <clears throat> that hasn't been frankened. What you want to find is a watch that's been pieced together or a watch that has replacement parts, but that are still congruent with the period of the watch. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like it is extremely like 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 I'm sure my Raketa Big Zero, all the parts are uh, correct for the time period in which the watch is supposed to be in. But I don't know if maybe they took the balance staff off another one. I know I know it's right. It's the right time period. You know what I mean. But this might not be. This might not have all the parts it left the factory with. And that's just one of those things where there's like a a, a threshold of frankness you have to be comfortable with. Uh, obviously, if I got this watch. And like, yeah, the parts are frankened, but it has parts that are from like 
the early 90s and parts that are from, you know, the uh, 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 early 80s, obviously that's fucked. To, to me, that's fucked up. Like, no, I'm not buying that watch. It's stupid. You know? Sure. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing you have to kind of sort of be okay with, you know? And with that Strela, the 3017, those things are, are, for some reason, everyone's got hard on to chronographs, man. Chronographs within Russian uh, watches, they're always... They're always going to be weird, you know. They're always going to be tough, but they're they're definitely out there. But what's funny is, Michael, you want the three zero one seven. That's not even that desirable. You know what I mean? So it can't, right, it can't be that hard to find the, it. <laughs> you were saying the white dial is is more collectible. Right? The original, um, uh, it's not even a Seconda. It's technically a Strela. So um, you know, it's the it has like almost like a parchment colored dial with like red and blue accents, very very faint. That one is like the more sought after one because it looks more. Uh, vintage, um, for some reason within, within Russian watches, Seconda is a Russian watch brand, but it's not seen as like one of the great Russian watch brands because Seconda is basically a brand designation, a dial designation that was shared from a couple factories for watches that were exported specifically, I think, to the UK, you know, or just hmm. exported in general. Um, uh, the factories were most more more in Western uh, Western Russia, though. So, you know, and things like that. So for some reason, Russian watch collectors, I think they're kind of weird about Seconda pieces. It's like, um, I, I, I think that's stupid, personally, you know, so, but... And I th I think Seconda, doesn't Seconda still exist today, but it's like a weird fashion brand? Uh, I think so. I think Seconda might have been purchased by Raketa. So I think, because Raketa does exist, I think they're selling randoms. No, I might be thinking of Pabetta. Uh, Raketa bought Pabetta. I have no idea who the fuck owns Seconda, but yeah, Seconda is still making watches. I think they just, I think they're just like an Asian fashion brand now. Yeah, there's a Seconda.co.uk, and it's the UK's number one watch brand, is what they say on. Jesus, someone's got to sue that company. Matter. Um, <laughs> as seen on TV. Wow. What? <laughs> yeah, this is a weird site. If you uh, if you go to it, and these are some pretty nasty shitters oh yeah <laughs> hello fuckers these, some of these look like g-shock clones too that's that's crazy yeah they, they they probably just they just own the name you know they don't really because the thing is the the, the the seconda um there weren't any specific individual seconda watches seconda became the uk version of already existing russian watches so that block dial one that black dial uh, Strela that you want, there is technically a black dial um, um, Strela out there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, that okay. has Cyrillic on it and everything like that. Um, it's just, you know, they just, you know, put Seconda on it and sent it over to the UK. There's a, a, a few models like that. But, um, but yeah, so I, I just think it's great when people like email us and like they want to get into Russian watches. That's super, super awesome. But that's like one of those things you have to sort of be cognizant of like it's going to be extremely difficult not even just to find a watch that's all original parts but just to also authenticate it because i mean yeah i can look at a watch and tell you exactly what's appropriate for the time period but i don't know if this i don't know if this is the exact case back it had been left i know this is the right case back for it to have been made in the 70s which the rest of the watch looks like you know what i'm saying is it like like like, like does that make sense yeah it makes sense you you need a few more than a few really, really, really late nights on the forums, <laughs> kind of just like just burning your eyes out. Well, that's the thing, man. The only re the only reason, so I don't know why, but like I, I um, 
when I get into something, like I fixate on one thing and then I obsess about that. And so very early on within neurology, it was Russian watches. And so what I would do was I would just go on eBay and I would go on Etsy and I would just, I would go through every single, like I would, I would change the filter to newest first and I would just go page by page, listing by listing and looking at all the stuff. And then I would always go and look at listing by listing on USSR um, time.com, which is Mark Gordon's website. And, um, uh, Michelle Cucchio's, uh I don't know how to say that guy's name. I think he's Italian. He's, he's, there, there's another uh, watch collector who um, he has a, he has a really really cool collection. It's not as well cataloged and categorized as Mark Gordon's, but it's uh, he's got a lot of Vostok amphibias. We'll put the link in there. I'll send it to you, Michael. It's it's um and the link is on the website also. I think in my Russian watch series, it's like Michelle Cucchio or Cucchio. Some shit like that. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't know his name. <laughs> a guy. A guy. He's a guy. He's got a website. Um, I would just go on their websites and I would just look at watches all day. I would just look and I would look at them and then like after a certain point, when I saw a watch on like e- like like eBay or Etsy, I'd be like, oh, that that minute hand is wrong. If that minute hand it looks like that and the rest of the watch looks like this, that minute hand shouldn't be looking like that. And so like it was this weird thing that just like sort of happens. So. So like when you send me a picture and you're like, oh, what do you think? And I, I like I immediately say back, oh, well, this looks cool, but I'm pretty sure this is wrong. Like that's only that's the only reason why is because I've trained myself to do a completely useless thing. You know what I mean? I'm the kid in class that can burp the entire alphabet. I worked very hard to do it, but it will in no way enrich my life. You know? <laughs> Where's that kid now? <laughs> he's, who knows? He's he's probably in politics. <laughs> if I if I had to guess, oh, do you ever get the crystal fixed on that uh, big zero? Still broken, way? still very very broken. Should uh should get on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, is it hard to find crystals for those? No, uh, technically this is a replacement. This isn't the original crystal it came with. The crystals that these ones came with um were very uh, they were cylinders. So this is more of a dome. The crystals that originally came in, it's very similar to my Polyjot 3133. It's a very sharp-edged cylinder. So in all honesty, um, I would just have to pop this bezel off and any, I'm pretty sure any acrylic crystal uh, will fit on here. But it's, it's not... I'd have to look, but I'm pretty sure I can find something on, on a slinger and just make it happen. It's just a matter of doing it. You know, I've just I've just been... I've been so focused on, 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 on Rivka that I've been neglecting all my other, like, watches. Like, it's gotten to the point where... I don't want to wear other watches. I don't want to add more watches to my collection. I just, I just need to finish Rivka. You know what I mean? How, how gnarly is your beard? Uh, I had to shave it a couple of weeks, or like a, I think like a, like like a few days back. So it's not, it's not that bad. <laughs> um, I cannot say the same for the shirt that I'm wearing. Okay, cannot say the same for the shirt I am wearing. Uh, but I have. Uh, uh, there's some stuff I have to leave the apartment for next week, so I'll probably have to make myself visually presentable for other humans. You know what I'm saying? Do you do you hate leaving the? Because I, I know I hate leaving just the hole that I work in. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's happening to me because I'm focusing so much on like oh, like, oh god damn it. So I was telling you in the pre-talk that like I've been focusing so much on on Rivka that I'm. My my spirit is completely broken, and my psyche is full of nothing but fear. But my body and my muscles are forcing me to continue with the MTP one. It's going to be finished in a few days. I mean, we're we're uh, hopefully I can get some. 
I can start sharing stuff in a few days, you know, of this recording and everything like that. But it's to the point where I know I'm making progress every day, but my spirit is completely broken. I don't want to leave the apartment. I have no food. I have, I have no food. I basically have no income coming in. I am dragging my poor fiance down like a lead weight. I'm ruining every life that's around me. Michael, I'm probably ruining your life. You don't even know it. You know what I mean? I've become nothing but a scourge in the social network of, of everyone around me. And I just don't want to leave my apartment. So I think I understand what you're saying when you say you just don't want to leave your apartment. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, I, I guess, I guess I understand. Mm. But hey, man, I, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be good. And you, you are not ruining my life. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've, I've, I've become everything negative and wrong with everyone around me, and I accept that. <laughs> oh, Speaking of which, my fiance just walked in. Hey, babe. I'm telling everyone on air how um, I basically ruined the life of everyone around me with my with my pursuits and my endeavors. The hell are you talking about? That's a shit ton of lies. Yeah, she says that now, but wait till we're not recording. She hits me. <laughs> she hits I mean, me. That's true. He does hit me hard, quite hard, <laughs> in the mouth. Oh boy. Love you too. Love you, babe. But um. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah, your, your apartment. Yeah, so I, I, I find it difficult, you know, uh, to leave sometimes. You know what I'm, I'm weird about when I'm actually, when I am actually outside <clears throat> my apartment, I feel like everyone's laughing at me. Does this ever happen to you? Like, you feel like everyone's, always, like, you feel like everyone's looking at you and everyone's like, fuck this guy. Like, no, dude, not, but I, I, I try very hard <laughs> to, to, con yeah. to contribute. I don't know if that's uh, like a thing. <clears throat> or not, but, but yeah, man. <clears throat> Hold on, my asthma's kicking in. <clears throat> there it is. Fucking hell! Right, right on time. Right on time. Right on. Right on time. Right on time. But we can um we can roll into the main topic, which I'm pretty pretty excited. So about. uh we for the main topic today, folks. Hashtag watch fam. I think it's something that we've so we've talked about quartz watches before, um, and we've talked about like. Uh, high-end court watches and, and like low-end court watches and like mentalities towards them but I don't think we've actually done an episode about high-end courts watches that that we like that we that, that that we like that we really want or that are like justifiable does that make sense or am I not articulating it correctly I I I, I probably shouldn't have completely crippled my self-esteem before we talked before we jumped to the main topic <laughs> but does that does that make sense yeah, um, the kind of high-end mechanical quartz—not mechanical, high-end quartz thing—is no, Michael. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about mechanical quartz, okay? Let's let's talk about mechanical quartz. It's because quartz. I have it's because I have the um, undone watches page open now, and uh, I was reading about that Seiko VK61 mechanical quartz hybrid. The mecha thing. quartz. Yeah, is mecha quartz considered high-end quartz? I have no idea. I don't, I don't, I'm, I, okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm not even really clear on like what the Mecha Quartz is. All I know is the chronograph functions function as if it was a mechanical, like they, they reset, like the hands on the chronograph reset as if it was a mechanical watch, but obviously it's not a mechanical watch, but I don't, so the thing is when I think, so when I, so just on the topic of high-end Quartz, when I think high-end Quartz, I immediately think expensive Quartz, you know what I mean? And most of those uh, Seiko Mecha Quartz movements those watches aren't expensive. I mean, you can get them for, you can get them for like for like a hundred to three hundred bucks. You can get them with the, with the Mecha Quartz in it. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not, I'm not sure. I agree with the whole um, high end quartz thing has to be expensive because I I think, 
I think there are like some Richard Mille quartz watches that cost like crazy money too, <laughs> if you can believe it. <laughs> and I don't, th- I don't think they're expensive because it's high in quartz. Oh right, well yeah, they're expensive because they're made with the sinews of fallen angels. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I wonder how much that one actually costs. The, Is uh, it the one that that tennis player uses? I'm not really sure. Here's a quartz one. It is the RM011. And I can't find a price. That was a, that was a strip crow, wasn't it? I heard a crow. Yeah, the crow the crow's very upset. The crow <laughs> that we can't get our our high-end quartz uh business in order. <laughs> <laughs> No, when I think high-end quartz, I think at least the first thing that comes to my mind is something like Seiko Astron. That's funny. I don't. I. 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 You are completely right, but for some reason, I didn't. I. So this might be a symptom of, of what's of what we're seeing right now. I don't think of those as quartz watches, but obviously they are because when I hear quartz, I. I don't know. I just. There's just something extremely uh, demystifying about the entire kind of Seiko Astron piece. If you just picture someone with a butter knife flicking the back open and then just thumbing a battery in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't. But but I'm sure that's how it is. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's a little bit different actually. But I I I I, I think what will be good is kind of just <sighs> figuring out high end quartz watches that I I guess you have no wishy-washiness on like i know how much that watch is i know it's a quartz watch i think it's still awesome like high-end quartz watches that we actually still think are like are badass and ideally and i I think the astron is a good example of this would uh discourage the sort of um kind of negative view that some watch snobs on the other end of the watch snob spectrum would have about the quartz watch it's like well i only buy mechanical watches it's like well have you seen these fucking you know seiko astrons or have you seen these uh Casio Oceanus pieces like these like yeah they're coarse movements but like bro these aren't like like fire all coarse movements getting like Lego watches you know what I'm saying <laughs> I like those Oceanus ones have you seen the one that has like the globe like in the like four o'clock corner yeah when I when I first started learning about them you were mentioning that it's just it's it's just it's a super cool line like it's just so badass I think I think the Casio Oceanus series here is technically like the high-end Casio Edifice series. For some reason, they never brought Oceanus here. But the reason I love those Oceanus pieces is they're they're obviously designed to not look like dress classy watches, but they're not at the same time very overt. But I also love that like that six satellite GPS uh, kind of like time zone thing they have in there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's super James Bond. Like that, I feel like James Bond would super wear that watch if like in like real life if james bond was like a real person you know what i mean yeah um another one that just came to mind and i think it came out like um maybe basel world 2016 do you remember the citizen eco drive one remind uh refresh my memory so it's like the thinnest eco drive movement oh yes yes have you seen that thing like from it's like it's like a credit card, man. It's it's crazy. <laughs> super, super thin. Um, I think something like three millimeters or something. Jesus. Or, no, yeah, like three millimeters, I think it was. Um, Citizen, Citizen EcoDrive 1? Yeah, and they have a couple versions like in, in precious metals and stuff like that. 
but the uh, the the steel version. There's like a steel version with a bracelet also, um, and it's a super nice kind of dressy watch. Two hands, um, so just like very clean, and you get you get like that convenience of eco drive, which just I'm liking more and more because I I don't think I'm ever gonna stop talking about <clears throat> the Pro Master Diver that you got me. <laughs> it's just it's so damn cool. Um, but that's that's another watch that kind of I don't know it came out a couple of years ago and I think people have forgotten it um, already. Uh, but it's even the steel one is a little bit expensive. I think it's around like two grand. And but people will say that's you know that's too much to pay for a quartz watch. Maybe it's one of those things. And I think this is what. Hold on, I have to burp. Okay, Jesus, go for it. Ugh, I'm not gonna burp on air, Michael. People already, people, I, 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 I already, I already impugn my disgusting personality on people. They don't need to hear me burping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <clears throat> and no, audience, I did not use the word impugn correctly. I'm fairly certain I didn't use that. I don't even know what that word means. I just heard someone say it on a television show once, like three years ago. And I just every now and then I just say it, <laughs> just to see what people say, to see if someone else knows what it means, so they can correct me, and I'll never say it again. <clears throat> I know what impugn means. Um, but I think it's one of those things where um, Seiko's sort of figuring it out now, and then you're seeing it with the presence of the Seiko boutiques on the East Coast here, well, the one in New York and the one down here in Miami. All the time, they're having these seminars about educating people on the spring drive movement. You know what I mean? I think for, I think they've identified people were sort of writing off the spring drive, like the great odds of like writing, writing up the spring drive because there just wasn't education behind it. So maybe it's one of those things where the education behind the different types of quartz movements will make a difference. So the actual education behind what makes the 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 the, the eco drive movement in that Citizen One so fucking incredible, like maybe that is how people will understand. You know, it makes sense to pay however like two thousand bucks order for this watch. Like like. You know what I'm saying? And this is the point we made last time also, I think, in the other uh, Quartz Watch episode. People just don't understand the Quartz movement. They think they put a battery in it, and it's the same sort of function that, like, putting a battery in a kid's toy will do, so on and so forth. So there's no reason to pay more than, you know, 200 bucks or whatever for a a Quartz timepiece. You you know what's really funny, actually? So I had had the, the, the reaction to a Quartz Watch that I'm basically calling out as not cool. I'm such a hypocrite because I had that reaction literally the other day. You know what I mean? I, th- I think we all have at some point. Well, I told you I've been rewatching. Uh, we were talking off air. I was. I've been rewatching that show uh, Burn Notice uh, mm-hmm. because I like understanding how Hollywood sees Miami versus the reality of what Hollywood actually is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <clears throat> way, way less sexy people in Miami than television will lead you to believe. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I'm watching that show, and the main character in that show, he's basically like a spy who gets, you know, casted out from his government job. So he starts to freelance while also trying to figure out who, you know, basically, um, uh, you know, blacklisted him. And so the whole show, he's wearing this watch. And when I first watched the show, I for some reason thought he was wearing like a Seiko. Like it looks like a Seiko tuna from far away. But hmm. I was doing research the other day. He's wearing, so I never heard of this brand. It looks like one of those like random ass brands. It's, um, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. It's Chase Dewar or Dewar Chase, C-H-A-S-E-D-E-U-R, I think. Chase Dewar, Dewar Chase. Oh, man, I have no clue. I don't know. It's 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 apparently a brand that was started a few years ago from like by like some guys in Hollywood. That's what I was reading. You know huh. what I mean? And it's like a tactical thousand meter like demolition military watch. You know what I mean? And uh, 
I was reading about this watch. I'm like, wow, this watch is actually kind of cool. And like, I love this show and like, I love this character. And like, you know, I, 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 it's one of the few shows where I'm just like, oh, well, well what sunglasses is that guy wearing? And so I was looking <laughs> the watch up. It's a $2,000 quartz watch. And my first reaction was, I'm not paying $2,000 for a quartz watch. <laughs> <sighs> like I, I had, exactly. I had, I had, I had the reaction and it's just dawning on me now. You know what I mean? That I had that reaction. So I don't know. I think it's one of those things where people will always be fighting. Well, that that, that kind of mentality. I th- I think I still fight it too. As much as I love high end quartz, I think two thousand is kind of a lot to dish out either way, mechanical or quartz. Right. Um, but it's it's almost like what happens when I look at watches that get close to the one thousand dollar to like fifteen hundred dollar range, um, mm. and I think about the Aorus sixty five. <laughs> man but uh what yeah a, what a watch <laughs> <laughs> no yeah when i think of um you know like two thousand dollars that's hard to to dish out for any watch but yeah quartz i guess i can understand but here's the thing so i want to start talking about specific watches that we think will not have that reaction i would pay all all michael all fucking day you can quote me on this hashtag kaz will pay this all fucking day no one hashtag that uh <laughs> I would pay two, that's a long fucking hashtag. I already forgot it. Uh, I would pay $2,000 all day for a Grand Seiko Quartz Moon, one of those 9F series. Oh, and you can and you can get one new for uh, for not much more, actually. That's, that's fucking awesome. Those Quartz movements are sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, the nice one, it's kind of like a, almost like a, you know, date just sort of look, or if you like the Saab 033 or 35 um, watches. A, a, a very minimalized kind of date just look. There's no fluting. There's not too much going on in the dial. It's a straight up uh, dress watch, bar indices, really, really pretty uh, sunburst finish on like the metal type of dial. It's really, really cool. But like for me, when I see this, so this is weird. This is the power of education. I learned about this movement when I was at a spring drive event and Joe Kirk was talking to me about it. The oh. technology that, what'd you say? Oh no no I, I didn't I didn't know that's when you when you like kind of got the chance to first hear about it. Yeah yeah, yeah. I I my, no so Michael we've talked about this in the show before I don't know anything I don't know anything. <laughs> I learn I learn things as I get corrected by people. So as soon as someone can explain what the word impugn means, I will be I will be one iota more more intelligent more smarter more more smarter or less dumber than I was yesterday. You know cool. what I'm saying? Gotcha. <laughs> so basically, the, that movement, that Seiko quartz movement is fucking incredible because, so A, Seiko grows their own quartz crystals. So if you don't understand really what the quartz crystal function is in a quartz movement, I mean, we'll link it. I keep mentioning, we'll, we'll, we'll link in the show notes, the previous quartz episode that we did. Um, so they grow their own quartz movements, and the ones that go into the Grand Seiko quartz are the, basically the the nicest quartz. Uh, I think I think the ones with like what like the best like frequency resonation. I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I tried to grow little crystals when I was a kid, and it didn't work out. Are you serious? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, I got like a like a like a crystal like growing kit from like the Discovery Channel or something. <laughs> so were your were your were your options making the potato light? Or growing crystals, and you I, chose crystals. I guess. Well, I didn't choose. I think it was like a Christmas present from like somebody that didn't know me. <laughs> I'd just be happy you didn't get sea monkeys, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only thing I know about sea monkeys is that one Rugrats episode 
where like <laughs> <laughs> there are sea monkeys in the episode. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. But uh yeah, so they go Seiko grows their own quartz movements. The best ones go to the Grand Seiko 9F quartz uh, uh uh pieces. And so what's really, really cool about this is that the technology that went into that watch to make it as not just like accurate as possible, just as beautiful as incredible. So basically like the quartz movement, which you'll notice when you look at most quartz watches is as the second hand ticks, uh, you know, beat to beat, it will really rarely ever actually align with the little dashes that are on the watch, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you also look, you'll notice that there's a bit of like a bounce. So like it'll tick forward and there'll be a bit of like a wobble, sort of like a, if you right. were to, you know, um, shake a long piece of wood you would see like a little vibration you know what i mean um just because of just the way that the, the the length functions so what seiko did was not only does that second stick might uh, line up with the dashes they also had another sort of counteracting uh motor not motor but like uh action in there that also works against the forward motion to stop the reverberation of yeah. the second hand you know what i mean yeah the result is like kind of kind of like a really like buttery smooth Tick. it's incredible dude it's it's like so like when i see that watch it, I, I immediately it's like it's like looking at like at like someone who's not visually attractive but with a really good heart it's like man i don't even see that snaggle tooth <laughs> i don't even see those droopy eyes you are a fucking nice person like that's what happens when i see those seiko grand courts uh uh grand seiko courts movements because visually the watches if i wanted a watch that looked like that i would just like you like you said i would just buy a star 35 or 33 you know what i mean yeah. Visually, they don't look that... I mean, obviously, I know there's different, like, polishes and shit like that that go into the case, but, like... But, yeah, so that's... that's. I feel like education would be the key here, but but here, I, I'm, 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 I'm talking way too much. No, that's, that's kind of, like... No, that movement is almost what inspired the topic for this episode, because... Yeah. You can find it... You can find it in that kind of dressy watch, which is the... What was the one I had pulled up here? The... Um... <clears throat> It's like the S, a, SBGX something. I don't know. Okay. I'll link it. Um, man, why is it not here? Ah, there it is. SBGX 061. That one's got the, the 9F. That's the dressy one. And nice. then there are also those divers that they make. Yeah, um, those are... Uh, didn't either Terry from Toxic Nados had, has one or he had one? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, the white that, one. That, yeah. 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 That's super that's cool, cool, man. Um, another one that kind of comes in and out of my mind a lot is the mundane stop to go. Um, a really fun watch, like a watch that was really meant to be fun. Like that's the one that's based off of, um, I keep fucking this up. It's like, it's like Swiss train clocks. Yeah. Or like, right. Or like, or like, or like, or like Metro, Metro clocks or barbers, barber parlors i have no idea those those are very different things but those are all, i said different locations <laughs> each one of those is a different thing but yeah no i think i think um it's swiss uh, railway clocks and i'm not sure if it's technically high-end quartz but it's definitely it's not like an off-the-shelf quartz movement it's mechanically interesting i would say yeah um it's got it, two motors sorry. Two, two motors on the inside to make right. that kind of extra so for anyone that hasn't seen the stop to go, basically it has a smooth second sweep that looks really, really good. Almost like what you'd see on the, um, actually maybe a little better than what you would see on the Bull of a Moonwatch, the UHF movement. And then when the seconds hand gets to the 12 o'clock marker, 
It pauses for two seconds, and then the minute hand jumps to the next minute. And it's um, so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and I mean, prices were kind of high for for a while, a um, little more than they are today. But I think maybe a little over four hundred fifty bucks for that one. And that's uh, not bad. You know, it's a, it's a quartz watch. It's kind of dressy, um, so it can be like a a watch that's both dressy and fun um but yeah i think about that one all the time and you know the last the last few quartz watches that have come into my collection have all been just a little bit different than an off-the-shelf quartz movement whether it's like the diver that you got me or the bull of a moon watch um i always think about that mundane it's uh it's pretty sweet <laughs> it's pretty cool it's 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 a it's a fun piece it's also it's a, if i if i'm thinking of the right watch it's a super like stripped down minimal dial right it's like a it's just it's just it's just black white with like a red second hands right yeah correct correct yeah um and i think it's got some like text under which is like just like the brand name and and something else um but if We'll put we'll put a video in the uh, show notes. There there are quite a few video reviews out there that give you a I, really good idea just, of how it looks. I just had a heart attack. I I, I just shat a, a live kitten. There are now three kittens in my apartment. Okay. Um, uh, so I'm sitting in front of the window, and I have the window to my back. So the window is behind me, and the sunlight's beaming into the room right now. And I didn't realize it at first, but what happened was my cat jumped in the window behind me, but it reflected in my glasses as if someone just stepped up right behind me. And uh, <laughs> I thought I was about to get killed on there. A hodinky, like, I, I, a hodinky really assassin? Is that- hodinky, it's a, it's a hodinky assassin. He showed up here with his G-Shock and his piano wire, and he is, <laughs> he is ready He is ready to do me in. Or he's wearing a Panerai. He's probably, he's probably wearing a Panerai because he thinks that's his rugged watch. Yeah, that's that's the that's the assassination watch, I guess. <laughs> watch family. If you were an we, assassin, which watch would you wear? That's a great question. Watch family. If if you were a contract killer, if you had opted to live your life uh, uh, as a life, you know, killing for money, which is fine, whatever. What watch would you wear? What would be your watch of choice? I would think something that's kind of like a high end quartz, actually. Really? Yeah, man. You gotta. You have to be on time. You know, you can't worry about winding something. Maybe an Astron. If I'm, you know, killing somebody internationally. Well, um, here's the thing. That's a good land, point. Actually. Land in my Gulfstream and you know hit the button and I'm in the right time zone and yeah. Well, I feel like I'd have to wear a watch that was a nondescript, so people wouldn't be able to recognize me or give any kind of identifying features. If if I got spotted by someone, and I'd have to blend in really well. But obviously, I need to do all of those things that you said. You know, you want to be able to rely on. You want to be able to kind of go with it. You don't have to fuss with it too much. Are Seiko Astrons distinct enough to be recognized by the general population? Like like if my neighbor across the street is always wearing a moon moon shower cap with her dog. Will she be able to tell the cops? Oh, officer, he was wearing a Seiko Astron. Like I, I no, you know what I'm saying. For the most part, they just look like pretty standard stainless steel sport watches. Yeah, I think I think the Astron's a good hitman watch. Yeah, they're just they're just kind of awfully big, I would say. So if you're gonna wear the uh, cat burglar gloves for whatever you're gonna do, it might you might have some some trouble getting that under the sleeves and stuff. <laughs> 
I like I like how you assume I'll be like the quiet, taxful hitman for hire. No, I'm gonna be the burn the building down hitman for hire. Like, <laughs> listen, like I don't. The best way to do this is to make it not look like someone was targeting you. So I'm just gonna kill everybody. You know what I mean? So like Mr. Bean in that movie where he was a spy. <laughs> yes, I'm. <laughs> I'm going to be the Mr. Bean of hitmen. Y'all heard it here, folks. <laughs> If you hear if you hear someone walking up behind you, you just go, it's probably me, and I've been contracted to kill you. <laughs> gotcha. Don't eat the oysters. <clears throat> the uh, the last watch that I want to bring up, and yes, very cool watch. I'm super obsessed with it, and it's because I saw I was watching a documentary on on Netflix called um, The Last Man on the Moon. Uh, it's, okay. it's pretty good. It follows like... I thought you were going to say you are watching a documentary called The Last Samurai, and I'm like, that's not a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels it a, so it is a, real. It's a fictional <laughs> film, a fine film, if you ask me. That is not a documentary. Sorry. <laughs> no, Go on, I'm sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> that was a good interruption, though. I, I, I kind of want to see it. That one is also on Netflix. Um, excellent fucking movie. <laughs> um, yeah, The Last Man on the Moon, it follows... Uh, kind of the life of Gene Cernan, which was um, actually like one of the last astronauts to ever go to the moon. I think it was Apollo 17. I could be wrong. Uh, That sounds right. Space geeks can can yell at me. That's fine. But yeah, throughout the the documentary, he has these different interview segments and you see him alternate between a regular Speedmaster and uh, a Speedmaster X-33 Generation 1, which... When you see the watch in photos, you're just like, oh, God, that, that thing is ugly. <laughs> that thing is ugly. But, um, you know, when you see somebody wearing it, you're like, fuck, that's a cool watch. <laughs> um, that's so cool. So the X-33 is kind of like the, um, some people call it like the Mars Speedmaster. Like it was developed to be like the ultimate like futuristic version of the Speedmaster and it has an analog digital display and you can you can cycle between like elapsed mission time and a countdown timer different alarms that can go off based on like UTC and like the mission clock crazy stuff um and um it has it has a movement that doesn't exist in any other watch and I'm actually not even sure what the what the movement is called. Um, I probably should have <laughs> pulled. Is that it up. something? Is it something that they developed just for the X thirty three, and they only have it in that watch? Yeah, yeah. It's it's only it's only in that watch, and I think the watch is also titanium. You can I've seen them on like titanium bracelets, and there's also like a, I think it's called like a tire tread rubber strap that looks really oh, cool. really good too. Um, the caliber 1666 movement, um, kind of, and obviously joint venture with, uh, ETA. So that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, I, I don't know how much press that watch gets. So is that like a popular watch or is that really only a watch that like space watch, uh, enthusiast will know about? You know what I'm saying? Not at all. I actually, I think it was a bit of a flop because um, MSRP was pretty expensive, you know, when when they came out and you were buying it new and people were just like, why don't I just buy the moon watch, you know, like the moon watch. (laughs) Um, So I don't think they did very well. And on the used market, you can find them uh, 
maybe like a tiny bit over a thousand, but I've heard of people talking folks down to like under a thousand. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if, if you're like a space geek, it's, it's a cool watch to have. And, and I think definitely falls within the category of high end quartz. It was actually, uh, I don't know if you remember, but a couple of weeks ago I went to the, um, <clears throat> air and space museum that we have here. Oh, the Boeing one? Yeah, and then I sent you I sent you that shot of the two watches, and it was the yep. X-33 next to, like, that weird Raketa that we still didn't figure out what it was. <laughs> yeah, man, I think I think that's some sort of random commemorative piece that the current owners of Raketa just paid the museum to put in there, because that's not historical. Unless unless someone knows what piece we're talking about specifically, and you can correct me, there's, 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 the, yeah, no, that, that just didn't look... Yeah. This didn't look right. It was cool to see some watches at that museum. Um, yeah, it's badass. And, you know, the whole, there's a whole new <laughs> exhibit called Man. Apollo. So I was expecting, like, if I did see watches, I would see, like, a regular old Speedmaster. But no, right, it, was, right. it, was, it was the X, it was the X33. And apparently they're, they're still in use today. There's actually a cool video that I stumbled upon um, recently. Uh, some astronaut actually taking the watch apart in space in zero gravity because like because oh, like one of the pushers broke and he's like i'm just gonna fix this thing and he's like he's like taking the watch apart in like zero gravity and it's one of the coolest Whoa. videos i've coolest so, like watch related videos i've seen so hold on this is interesting so you you know more about like space and the real people things like than i do so do they do astronauts when they go through training is the watch just basically another tool slash piece of equipment to them and if so do they just learn general maintenance like if someone's up there with their mechanical speedmaster and it starts gutting on the fritz because they got like a chunk of pizza crust in there they know how to fix it they don't have to like wait to come back down and like get ripped off by some jewelers like they can fix it themselves up there you think or no i don't think it's like a special a, case i don't think it's a requirement to have some okay. kind of, some kind of watch knowledge or know how to repair it if 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 a piece of equipment fails uh, on a mission, it fails, and you have your backups, and and that's I that. See. It's not it's not. I'm sure, I'm sure there's quite a bit of boredom uh, when you're out <laughs> on a space station. So maybe this guy was just like, I'm gonna fucking take this thing apart and see if I can fix I it. I find it. I mean, I know I'm wrong, and I know experience is relative, but I find it very difficult to believe I would be bored on the final frontier of humanity. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could always be in a sense of amazement. Having said that, experience is completely relative, and I'm sure I'd be bored out of my fucking skull after a half hour. I was like, wait, 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 you guys didn't tell my phone would work up here, all right? How the fuck am I supposed to do wrist shots I mean, if most, my phone doesn't work? <laughs> most of these guys, you have to remember, are either rocket scientists <laughs> or naval aviators, which are, like, just not even human beings as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> when you're trying to land an F-18 on, like, an aircraft carrier. So maybe, I mean, stuff will probably get them pretty bored, and uh, taking an X-33 apart seems pretty cool. In zero gravity, with all the little parts flying around. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? Yeah. That's so badass, man. But that's, I, I that's think... a watch that I've been looking at for a while, and I, I'm kind of, I go through the forums and stuff, and I see the same thing, like, oh, that's too much to pay for a quartz watch, or, um, you know, that's just ridiculous like why would you want to own that and i I'd, I'd like to hear the opinions of of the listeners if if they have kind of a um, sort of a price barrier that they've set like the max that they would pay for for a quartz watch as high end as it may be yeah i i i 
it would be interesting to know folks' thoughts on, you know, on that, like, you know, what your price point would be. But at the same time, if I think it'd be interesting because I feel like a lot of the listeners we have, a lot of you guys, you have gone through different phases of watch collecting. Were you ever at one point a quartz watch snob and did you ever change your mind? And if you did change your mind, you know, why? Like what piece did it to change your mind? You know what I mean? I think that would be interesting or what just did you learn that would change your mind uh, uh, uh be kind of interesting to kind of hear folks's opinions um on that and at the same time if there is a a, a quartz watch that you feel we should have mentioned and we basically just uh just didn't you know as always super open to that you can just throw like the you can email us those kinds of responses or you can dm them or dm our way or put them in the comments of the actual show graphic uh on instagram um but yeah, I mean, is it, is it time to start wrapping up? It kind of feels like it flew by. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, um, once again, before we wrap it up, just remember that the uh, the Seiko SKX 007 2000 Instagram follower giveaway is still live. You still have time to enter to win this awesome watch that Kaz and I are just so stoked to give away. And we'll say it again, this giveaway is only happening because of, you know, our patrons and you know the people that support us and um all the really loyal listeners so thank you for that and um i'm really playing with the watch right now no i'm not i promise i'm playing with another i can i I can i can hear you playing with the watch in your hands i'm like if he's if he's playing with the nice people's xkx they haven't gotten yet okay maybe i am (laughs) so guys enter to win before i keep this watch He's straight up going to keep that watch. We've already had more <laughs> entries now than we've had for previous contests, as I said before. So go and enter. It's super easy. Just go to bookwatchnobs.com, scroll all the way down, enter your email, hit send or submit, whatever the fuck I send it as. You'll get a confirmation email. You have to click that link. So I'll say it again. It's in the beginning of the show, but I'll say it again. If you don't click that confirmation link, the entry basically won't be finalized. And like the, this, the system will not recognize you signing up as... An entry to enter to win and so you have until uh mm, what month is it july 24th july 24th uh that's basically the end we're going to announce the the winner and um yeah we'll just kind of you know uh take it from there but really excited to give that away and like michael said this is a thanks to people who have gone on our on our patreon and opted to be patrons of the show so and you know that continued support will mean that we're always gonna be able to do the giveaways we're also gonna be uh, well i'm also excited to 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 Get on the road. I'm excited to meet. I'm excited to meet up with you in in, in Windup, dude. Because we're pretty sure Windup is happening this year, from what we understand. Hopefully, unless they move it to like Croatia or something to be fair. If they if they <laughs> if they move if they move Windup to Croatia, we're gonna have our own watch convention in like Kalamazoo, Michigan. All right, it's gonna be fucking awesome, dude. Okay, nicer place than you might think. I'm no. I'm sure it's a, uh, the, the 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 medieval literature conference is there every single year. It's it's, it's actually a really really cool place. It's a good it's a good university. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry if you're an MSU fan out there, but you know I I I, I lived next to East Lansing for a little bit, but you know I've always had warm feelings in my heart for Kalamazoo just because of medieval literature. <laughs> 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 so we're going there. All right, we're going there. That's the headline. If windup is happening in Croatia. What do we what do we call our thing? Uh, two broke watch knobs. Uh, watch get together. Byob. That's the whole title. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> setting setting expectations immediately. Hey guys, we're getting together. We're gonna be hosting everyone. Uh, bring your own beer. 
Uh, but yeah, we'll have we'll have we'll have napkins and cups with ice. But y'all gotta bring the beer. Yeah, I don't even know about the ice. Fuck you guys. <laughs> We're not shelling out for ice. All right. Uh, so should we say goodbye to the nice people? I think it's time. So uh, yeah, again, enter the two book walks out two thousand follower giveaway. Super super awesome. Um, high in courts discussion. Is there uh, uh, um. Is there a quartz watch you think we missed? And at the same time, if there is something you feel like we uh, could have talked about differently, or if you were at one point a quartz snob and you aren't anymore, let us know. Give us your opinions. Um, uh, bu- 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 I'm trying to figure out if I'm missing anything. Um, bu- 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 thank you, everyone, for the continued Rivka support. Updates will be coming super, super soon, if not already by the time this show airs. Uh, my spirit is broken, but the body is pushing forward and I'm making progress every day and it's just it's it's been an interesting experience I mean, I'm excited to share the entire experience uh, with everyone Michael's been getting the brunt of all of it and I'm sure he's very tired of, <laughs> uh, of hearing me talk not, talk about my feelings not at all um, yeah right but uh, bu- 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 um, Seiko Catterday newsletters uh, what watch would you wear if you were a hitman I think we should probably wrap it up All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. My name is Mike. This is Kaz, and you've been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later. Later.